Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Hi, I'm Beth. And I'm Stanny. And you're listening to Mixed Politics. Welcome mm-hmm. to episode seven. Stanny, what are you drinking? I am drinking a dark and stormy, which is rum and ginger ale and honey and fun stuff out of a mason jar. And the reason why I'm drinking this is because I was talking to somebody earlier today and they were just like, dark and stormy, that's some like old man drink or whatever. And I'm like, I know you ain't trying to fuck with me. So this is protest. This is. Hey, you called me old because I already got my vaccine. <laughs> You got it when it was 40 plus. I'm not 40 plus. Yeah. What are you drinking? <laughs> I'm drinking uh, cranberry lime seltzer water with some vodka. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first time I'm doing this combination. So how, yeah, how is pretty, it? Pretty good. It's good. I like it. Might do it again. Mm-hmm. We'll see. That's awesome. So what are we talking about tonight? Death to me. What's going on with the filibuster? What's going there's on a with lot, the filibuster? Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of talk right now about this. Um, it's not the sexiest topic, but there's a I lot think of discussion. I think it's very sexy. I think it's very sexy because <laughs> it's like, the thing about it is the, something like this has no place in any democracy. A true democracy, a fucking republic, whatever. It has <laughs> no place. It's the dumbest. You know what? Tell you what. I'm going to let you take the lead on this. Um, yes. <laughs> please do. Because I would like because... to lay some foundation because I think a lot of people are, are not even sure how to where to stand on this issue because they don't really know what the filibuster is or why. They what I would know. like to do is talk about what is the filibuster to begin with, what is the nuclear option that people are talking about, and then why? what, what do we think about it. What is a filibuster? Let's start there. Mm. It, it's it. If we put it in the simplest of terms, it is just an action that prevents a yay or nay vote on a bill in the Senate. Now, the House of Representatives doesn't even have the filibuster anymore. They got rid of it in the 1800s. <laughs> early? Did they get rid of it early 1800s or late 1800s? Early. 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 Early because, 1800s. Because it was founded in the early 1800s. So very soon after it was, it was. Not discovered, implemented, created, mm-hmm. invented. Yes. So soon after they invented it, the house was just like, fuck this. Well, I don't think invented is the right term, though, because this was invented back in like 50 BC, back in Julius Caesar times. That's how far back the filibuster method goes. It's really just a, a means to prevent a vote from happening. So mm-hmm. people tend to stand up and talk. What I'd like to do is to kind of talk about how this process works and where the filibuster comes into play. Mm-hmm. Because when a bill is written, it's brought to a committee. And this is talking about the Senate, because again, the House doesn't use this. That's why they get so much more done in a day, because they don't have the filibuster. But in the Senate, a bill is written, it goes to a committee. This could be Judiciary Committee, Financial Committee, whatever committee it is. And that is a smaller group of, sen- of senators. And so they talk about this bill they might hold hearings to discuss it the merit of the bill or they could bring people into the hearings experts calling Mm -hmm. witnesses and things and they and that's where they talk about it and then it's brought to a vote in that committee this might be a handful of people like 12 to 20 senators and if it's a majority vote in the committee then it goes to the full senate or if it's not a majority vote they could table it later 
they could pick it back up again. They, they just mm. table the bill and it either gets, it just dies and it never gets picked up again, or they pick it up later, maybe the next term or something like that. But that's usually what happens. It goes to committee first, then they vote. If they vote yes, it goes to the full floor. Mm-hmm. When it gets to the floor, that's when the filibuster comes into play. Um, it, there's a couple different options that could happen for a bill. Option one is they don't want to debate. They don't need to debate. Maybe the debate's already finished and they do what's called a cloture vote. And that just means the debate is closed. We're ready to vote. Yes or no. Okay. Now to have cloture though, it takes 60 votes. So yes. 60 senators need to say we're done debating before you can be finished debating. And which, if you don't which, have, which is very different from passing a bill. Passing yes. a bill just requires now it, it's, it's changed, but now it requires a Senate majority. That is 51. 51. And if, mm-hmm. and, if, and if you only have 50, the tiebreaker goes to the vice president. And this mm-hmm. can happen after the whole cloture thing that you're talking about. But first, yes. we got to get through that. First, we have so, to have 60 so, senators say 60, we're ready to vote. Right. And then it's 51 to pass. To pass the bill. Mm-hmm. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. The process of getting to that 60 is where the filibuster happens. Mm-hmm. So if the, the second option, so option one is they vote yes or no, and it passes or it fails. Option two is they want to debate and they don't have 60 votes to close debate. To so, stop the debate. Right. So okay. then they filibuster. Now there's so different kinds in, of a filibuster. In our current yeah. situation, we have 50 Democratic senators 50 mm-hmm. Republican senators. So let's say the Democrats want to pass a bill or want to stop the debate to then vote to pass a bill. You would need 10 Republicans to side with the Democrats to be like, all right, we're done debating. Let's vote to pass this or not. Now, Correct. you guys who are listening, please consider our political climate where the GOP in the House and the Senate both decided to not cast one vote for your $1,400 stimulus bill. I keep coming back to that every fucking podcast, but it's true. They didn't (laughs) vote. They didn't do shit. They didn't do anything for you, for the people of America. And we can't get the 10 to to end the vote of the filibuster ending. Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So there's a couple different ways that this happens with getting to the 60 votes. Mm. If there's not enough senators for the cloture vote, then the debate is still open. Senators can debate with actual structure where they could have a certain amount of time. And this is where they kind of go round robin. Everybody gets mm-hmm. two minutes. They say their piece and then they move on to the next senator. They could do three rounds of that. They could just do one round, but they it's kind of a structured format. And and, and you can lend time to other people, right? Yes. Because yes. This people is where, could this reserve is where their they... time and pass it to somebody else. Right. If you're watching C-SPAN, this is where people would say, I yield five minutes to the gentleman from New York or whatever. Yes. So it's like, I'm giving him 25 minutes because I know he got some shit to say. That's the yes. fun part for me. <laughs> yes. I do like to watch these proceedings because you can kind of yeah. see who the, the star people are in the party. If people mm-hmm. just want to reserve time to somebody it's because that like jim jordan he's from ohio i don't know how this man is even in i just i don't get it he's in the house of representatives but a lot of times the house will reserve time to jim jordan because he's kind of the spokesperson for it but the senate does the same thing okay so that is uh the the formal proceedings of an actual debate or Mm -hmm. 
one senator or group of senators can do a filibuster. And that just means they talk and talk and talk to prevent the cloture vote from happening. So the filibuster could actually be preventing cloture if they have 60 senators that would stop debate. The filibuster mm -hmm. stops that cloture vote. Or if they don't even have 60 votes for cloture, then they'll filibuster. There are rules that are supposed to take place to guide the filibuster. Okay. And that is historically that the person who's leading the filibuster can't stop talking or can't leave the room. Mm -hmm. They could have a couple different people filibustering, but uh, there, there are, there's a whole process about the filibuster. And I have to say that a lot of them don't use that anymore. They don't even follow the rules. That's not today, is it? That's what because I'm saying. From... A lot of them don't even follow the rules anymore because they don't care. No, but I'm thinking what I under my understanding is that's not even a part of the rules anymore. The, now you can just say, I choose to filibuster this and then oh, sit your I, ass down. No, I'm 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 getting I'm getting there. That's kind of the third option. Okay. Which okay. is the which is called the silent filibuster. That's when uh, Mitch McConnell has made this a part of his everyday operations. When he was the majority leader in the Senate, mm -hmm. this man lived and died by the silent filibuster. That's yep. essentially him saying, we're not going to filibuster. We're just going to threaten to filibuster. Yeah. And then we're all just going to go home and sit on our asses and eat cake all day. That's what they do. And part of the reason they do this is because they don't want to go on record for a bill. Think of a bill like the uh, closing the gun show loopholes. Mm -hmm. Very popular amongst Americans, bipartisan support amongst the American people. Yeah. The Republican Party does not want to go on record for voting that down. They want to vote it down, but they're scared shitless and they don't want to be on record. So they threaten to filibuster. Therefore, because they can't they get know they don't, Because they know the 60 votes don't exist. So it's yes. like, we're just, we're just threatening this. We're just threatening. so if you want us to push it, we can. But then it goes through the same as having a filibuster because yes. the, the, the one thing I, I understand about the whole filibuster thing, which is also very annoying, is that while you're filibustering a bill, are there things that the Senate needs to do continues on at the same time? Like it's running congruently, the filibuster. Yes. So let's say, we're, let's say we're trying to pass a bill for increasing education funding. We can do that while we're filibustering the gun show loophole. Mm -hmm. I, that's just so fucking ridiculous to me to be working a democracy <laughs> like that because it's like, why aren't we doing one thing at a time? Like we're filibustering this and so we can't get nothing done until you're done. That would push people to finish. It would. Or, or, or to make their point, which, uh, which is a whole other thing with the filibuster where you don't even have to be talking about the bill that you're filibustering. Nope. Nope. Some people are standing up and reading green eggs and ham and shit like that. That has happened. That's what they do. Yes. It, okay. But it, it's not even a recent thing because we were talking about Strom Thurmond right before we started recording. Oh, I can take you way back before that. There yeah, why don't you take us back? So that kind of establishes the foundation mm. of how the filibuster comes into play. That's mm -hmm. just modern day how things work. So yeah, let's let's you take us way back. All Where right, let's go. Let's go back to the beginning of the filibuster in America. Mm -hmm. Beth had said that the filibuster goes back to fucking BC and Greece, which is fine. But we're gonna talk about filibustering in America. 
So the filibuster was introduced by this person, a senator, who would then become vice president. His name is Aaron Burr mm -hmm. in 1805. And the filibuster wasn't even like a legal standing thing. It was just something we could do if we had a problem with the bill and we want to talk about and debate and like, I make my point, you make my point. But he looked at the, the rules of this and he decided that the rules were such that before he changed it and made it filibuster was that we're going to debate and each person had a set amount of time to talk and whatever, whatever. He looked at the rules and he decided this is not good. We shouldn't have a time limit for debating. We should just debate until it is done, until we've beaten the dead horse into the fucking grave. And that's it. It should be fair that we all have as much time to, to, to meet out or met out whatever problem that we're having in the United States and fix it by not mm -hmm. cutting people off, just letting it run. And that was a huge fucking mistake. Mistake. So much that I don't even like, I don't, he's probably rolling in his fucking grave every time the word filibuster is mentioned <laughs> because what they've, they've bastardized it to is to the whole speaking forever because he decided that there shouldn't be a limit. Now, the first time that yeah. this was a problem, so this was in 1805, he decided, you know what? We're not going to have a time limit. We're just going to let it run, turn up, go nuts, talk about whatever you talk about the debate as it pertains to the bill. The first time yeah. this was an issue. Now, this wasn't even used. Like the debates would last like five minutes, 10 minutes, like not even eh, it's whatever. But in 18, but in 1935, there was a senator from New York by the name of Huey Long. Huey Long. I have done so much research on this guy. He was amazing. He was, he was amazing, <laughs> but he was the biggest piece of shit. Like yes. if I was his friend, I would punch him in the fucking face. This is yes. what this guy, this is what this guy is. This is what this guy did. This guy got up in 1935. And they were debating a bill about whatever. I don't remember. I'm not going to pretend like I remember. It was something government pertaining, something to do with the country. And this guy decided that he's going to block the voting on this bill by talking about salad dressing and yeah. the best way to fry fucking oysters. <laughs> and, and, and nobody could stop him, my guy. Right. He was just going. He was just like, you know, I think ranch is better than, you know, balsamic vinaigrette or whatever mm -hmm. and he was just like and this is because ranch is more thick and creamy he's on the senate floor recorded like the stenographers are like typing up shit about salad dressing because this i want to try some of these to... recipes now it's insane <laughs> he's so the best way to dry to, to fry oysters and at the time he held the record the record for him mm -hmm. was 15 hours and 13 minutes of mm -hmm. talking about fucking salad dressing and oysters. Yep. But about 15 years later, nah, about 22 years later, this hombre by the name of Strom Thurmond decided that he was going to filibuster a bill. Now, before Tell I continue, bill it was. before I continue and go off on my rant, there's a, a woman by the name of Nikki Haley. She was pre recently an ambassador, I believe, to the UN. Yes. By Donald Trump. Before that, she yes. was whoever she was, and she's noisy and she talks a lot. And she said, somebody had said, made the comment, this is a racist country. And she came out and she vehemently, you know, 
disagreed with that. Like this country is not a racist country. There's nothing racist about this country. It's like, like everybody who's not white would hear that and like, what the fuck you talk about? It is. Well, even some of us white folk would say, "Mm, okay, honey. But this is how I'm going to let you know for a fact that the government had been racist in our lifetime, in my father's lifetime. When this was happening, my father was seven. So there was that. Yep. Mm-hmm. So Strom Thurmond decided that he's going to filibuster a bill. And the way he went about filibustering this bill, he's on record. I might make I might make a video of this, of him talking about it. He went to a sauna for three mm-hmm. to four days before filibustering this bill. Because at the time, this was a speaking filibuster. You had to stand there and talk. Not necessarily yeah. talk about the bill, but you got to talk. You can't leave the room. If you left the room to go pee, the filibuster was over. Yes. It's done. Once you stop talking, it's done. So he stood there and he talked for 24 plus hours because he was trying to filibuster the Civil Rights Act in 1957. Mm-hmm. This, this guy went to a sauna for three days and dried out his body so that he didn't need to pee to stop black people and people of other ethnicities that weren't white from getting civil rights. This is how important it was to this guy and other people who supported him that he's going to dry out his, he's going to beef jerky his fucking body and stand there and talk for 24 hours just to stop the civil rights act. So if you, if you look at the civil rights act, the date of it, the current civil rights act, the date of it is not 1957. No, it's 1965. Right. Because he was fucking successful at blocking the bill. Yes. Now I have, I take issue with this because <laughs> it's so, shit. it's so funny. Cause I, I, ha, I, I wrote down some notes on Strom Thurmond's filibuster as well. And the sauna because he decided that, I mean, by the way, he did break some of the rules. He did actually go leave and eat a sandwich. So this coward decides that he's going to filibuster, dry his body out. Meanwhile, Wendy Davis from Texas, she mm-hmm. spoke for 11 hours. She was 50 years old. She wore her pink tennis shoes and a back brace. She didn't go to a sauna to dry her body out. She wore a catheter so that she could stand up there. Yes. (laughs) She's a badass. Strom Thurmond, not a badass. Going to a sauna is not as badass as wearing a catheter so that you can filibuster. That's how you do it. She peed standing up better than a man ever did. She is a badass. That's how you filibuster. She stood there with the colostomy bag at the thing. At the... <laughs> God, this is horrible. But yeah, this is what your democracy is like, people. This is the democracy that we want to spread to the to the rest of the world. That you can stand up. So yeah. when, okay, let's go back to Strom Thurmond, this piece of yes. shit that lived to be over 100 goddamn years old. I don't know how you can be so fucking wicked and live to be so long, which is why it, it just goes against everything. There is, no justice. There is, <laughs> there no, is justice. no justice. There is no justice. There's just winning. That's all. That's all. Mm-hmm. So when this motherfucker was filibustering the Civil Rights Act, he, yeah, he dried out his body, and yeah, he stood there for 24 hours besides leaving to go get a sandwich, I guess, before somebody hit a gavel. Yeah. But in addition to that, right, this piece of shit, God, I hate him. Like, I wish he was alive so I could punch him in his fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? He, he stood there filibustering the Civil Rights Act to get black and brown and other people, Native Americans, etc., 
um, their civil rights as as a legal standing in in the United mm-hmm. States. But not only did he dry out his body, he read from the fucking phone book. Right. He wasn't even talking about the bill. He was reading the phone book like Mary so-and-so, Elm Street, whatever, 614876. Like, how you read that for 24 hours to stop people from getting rights? That's when you know you've lost your argument. You reading the phone book, my guy? Fuck you. I don't like him. <laughs> so it's insane to me that anybody thinks that the Senate is the most deliberative body as it once historically was, because even back to the 1950s mm-hmm. and then back to the 1930s with Huey Long, wow. it was not the most deliberative body because people were reading from the phone book and reading salad dressing recipes to prevent other people from having rights. Yeah. But that's part of this whole discussion because people say, well, you can't get rid of the filibuster because the Senate is, is the most deliberative body and it, it's supposed to prevent partisanship. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Clearly it doesn't. The filibuster does not prevent partisanship because this kind of stuff still happens. Why doesn't the House have a filibuster since, you know, the Senate abuses it so much? Well, I think it's because they realized they didn't need it. There, there was a time when they actually tried using it, but they felt like it, it was uh, duplicit. It was duplicative. Duplicitous. <laughs> it was duplicative because they already had the cloture vote. So if you have enough people to, I, I don't know if they, they basically just use the cloture vote as the majority. So if you have mm-hmm. 50 people that want to vote, then you vote. And th- this is why so many bills have passed the house and sat in the Senate and, and gone nowhere because the bill is supposed to go to the house and then to the Senate and then to the president. Or if it starts in the house, it goes or starts in the Senate, it goes to the House, and then it goes to the. So there's it. There's a process at, at play here. Yeah. And so many bills will pass through the House and then go to the Senate and just die. So I think that they just really realize it. It doesn't. It's not necessary. They the they have fucking, the cloture vote. Because because if, if, if they kill it with the filibuster in the House, why stop the Grim Reaper from reaping? Because he gonna reap it anyways. We might as well yeah. do our job. So then that's my question. What does the filibuster actually do? Does it, it does it force debate like it's originally no. intended to? But yeah, it not doesn't. anymore because what the it, senators are reading is, green eggs and ham. What it does is it empowers the minority. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Or even it's ridiculous. if in, in the case of Mitch McConnell, the majority too. I mean, it, it just, it, it mm. does not force any debate. Um, most of the filibusters are silent ones. So there is no debate taking place. It, the 60 vote closure only prevents legislation from getting passed as a regular occurrence. And Mm -hmm. as of, so here's an interesting thing. As of 2013, the closure vote of is only 51 for cabinet appointments and for, uh, for uh, judicial nominees. Right. And as of 2017, it includes Supreme court nominees. So basically right now it is easier to get political appointments through than it is to get legislation to protect the American people. And that yeah. is the most partisan shit that I've and, ever heard in my entire life. And, 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 and your second boyfriend, Mitch McConnell, he's the one who changed that in those times yes. because he, he wanted to ram through um, judicial appointees, even support mm, Supreme no. court appointees. No, actually before that, 
he wanted Even to prevent that? he wanted to prevent Obama from getting any appointees. He wanted to pre- he he had said we're going to make mm. Obama a one-term president. And in 2012 when he got reelected, he was like, "Fuck Obama, we're not going to let him get any appointments through." So the Senate changed the rules to say we no longer need 60 votes mm-hmm. to to get through uh, the non-SCOTUS judicial appointments and yeah. regular appointments. We only need 51 votes. And so they changed that that rule under Harry Reid. And then in 2017, yes. And then 2017 was when McConnell said, oh, we're going to make it for SCOTUS appointments too. So now the Supreme Court only needs 51 votes. We don't even need to have a 60 mm-hmm. vote majority for cloture, it's only 51. Because so, at the time, the Democrats had the minority and so they could filibuster. So he changed the filibuster so that they couldn't use it effectively, which is what just, you know what? That's a whole other segment. Oh, it is, but that just goes to show that people who may have had an argument before 2013 to say mm-hmm. it, it forces debate, well, now they've changed the rules because of the fact that Mitch McConnell and the Republicans said, we don't want Obama to have anything. They played partisan politics to the nth degree. And they said, we don't like this president. We don't want him to get any cabinet appointments. Yeah. So I don't think that the Senate had any choice than to make the cloture vote 51 instead of 60. And then what happened was people started saying, well, that's just partisan politics. Well, actually, no, it's it's partisan politics to block any judicial appointee because you just don't like the president. So, yeah, because judicial appointments is constitutional. It like, is. It, it, it is it's a constitutional like a, it's like a part one, of being president. It's like a one-paragraph constitutional thing, like he who is president gets to nominate the, the, for the vacancy on the Supreme Court. Yeah, and, and they were decided, using this... Decided that Go he's going to screw that over. Right. And, and it would be one thing if he was trying to debate, have a debate about these judicial appointees and these nominees, mm. but he didn't. It was a silent filibuster. So any argument that they had, any standing that they had for some kind of moral superiority, they threw yeah. it out by saying, we're just going to do silent filibuster. He gets nobody through. So then the rules changed. Now they have 51 in order to move forward with a nominee. And so now the only thing that's left with the 60 threshold is actual legislation. So again, it is that's the only thing that's suffering. We are suffering. We are suffering. They get all their political appointees. We get no legislation. And that to me is the most partisan thing I've ever heard. So it is complete bullshit for anybody to say, oh, but there's such a deliberative body and they're supposed to be like the best chamber that we have in our government. No, it's completely partisan. So they have no argument left. I want to point out, I don't know if you knew this um, about Mitch McConnell. God, there's just nothing to like about that dude. Like I wouldn't like if he gave me like a bucket of fucking gold, I'd be like something wrong with this. I know. I would think that he probably pissed all over it or something. What'd you, what'd you do to this? This is, this is tungsten. (laughs) This isn't gold, you know, but I'm wondering if you knew this. So at a point in time, he was so rampant with the fucking filibustering that he filibustered his own bill. Mitch I did McConnell. not know that. Yes. Oh my God. It is which insane. which bill? So there was a measure that was proposed um, by the White House that was um, dealing with dealing with cutting off the debt ceiling, right? Okay. And he li- he literally he was the one who authored the bill, but 
all he did was so it's all right let me read this to you it says they wanted to change it the bill at hand was a measure pr proposed by the white house based on a last choice one-off fix mcconnell himself came up with in 2011 saying that um there was a debt ceiling standoff and we're going to take America's debt borrowing limit out of Congress's hands. The president could raise the debt ceiling and Congress could override the president only with a veto-proof majority. Mitch okay. McConnell introduced the bill to show that President Obama doesn't have the votes for such a measure, even in a Democrat-controlled Senate, because obviously we're dealing with the budget here. So obviously some, some Democrats are going to be like, no, nah, we don't really want the president having power over the budget, whatever. That same week, Mitch McConnell got up and filibustered that bill. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Like, you ever had somebody, you ever met somebody that was so obsessed with doing something that even when it's at their own detriment, they're still like, I'm doing it. Yeah, that's I do know some people like that and it drives me crazy. <laughs> That's, that's, oh my God. It was, okay. they've written so gonna, many articles about this. It's crazy. I'm that he going filibustered. To ask, he stood there and filibustered his own bill for hours. He wrote I'm it. Going to, I'm going to ask the most elementary question possible. And this is not, <laughs> I, I guess it is rhetorical, but this is a serious question for anybody yeah. listening. Mm. Why do we elect pieces of shit like that, that are wasting time? We have roads that are crumbling. We have bridges that are falling down. We are, we have infrastructure that needs to be built. We have pockets of the country who do not have any internet to speak of. Yeah. That's reliable. And th and this guy is writing a bill that he's filibustering himself just to prove a yeah. point. It's just a wasting point. time. But see, that's the thing. That's why we're having this, this talk about this right now is because we have an, an infrastructure bill that's hanging in the balance because Republicans are like, we're going to, filibuster it just because a democrat is pushing it through and it's a that known thing true. president trump when he was president had this whole thing where he was like infrastructure 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 like if you compare our airports to any fucking airport anywhere we have what we have the shittiest airport so all right let's look at the country at least four airports should be like like world class new york chicago la miami should mm -hmm. be world class if you've been to if you've been to JFK or LaGuardia or just any you don't want to be there, nope. you want to get the fuck out as fast as possible. And if you yep. if you traveled internationally, if you've been to airports in Beijing or Tokyo or even Shanghai or Hong Kong or wherever, or even in India, like you get to those airports and you're like, wow, look at this architecture. This is crazy. This is yeah. This is amazing. This food is good. The concourse is nice. Like I could, I don't mind a layover. This is nice. Like it actually looks like the twenty first century. Yeah, and they've got kiosks for this and whatever. All our airports look like shit. If you want to mm -hmm. see the problems with our infrastructure, just fucking Google like bridge failings in the United States, or bridge collapsing in the United States. It's stupid. There was like fifty last year. Like just last year, 50 bridges mm -hmm. just like were deemed condemnable and collapsible. And it was just like, bruh, we need to spend money to fix these things. Yes. Like we, now, we need, we need to use our taxes and fix these things that everybody will use. Ergo socialism. 
doesn't it, it doesn't even need to go into the socialism realm. It we just had a we just we just had for the last four years a businessman who was really good at building shit that, and that could deals. have and making deals that could have pushed through an infrastructure bill and he did yeah. not do so. And that was a part it, of that was a part of his his whole agenda, wasn't it? Like build a wall, infrastructure. It was um, supposed to be infrastructure, and the Democrats wanted to work with him on it. He never introduced yeah. it. Never came what to was, be. What was what was that? No, there was. I'm I'm. It's so weird. I'm struggling to come up with a third like policy thing. There was build a wall, infrastructure. Let's just make America great. I mean. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's just that make speaks great. for itself, right? That's that's where it's at. All <laughs> that's right. a policy. Yeah. Um, we're gonna go. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna go back to 1950s. Where it was great, where Strom Thurmond could read from the goddamn phone book to block civil You're rights. reading that's my what, mind. That's, I was going to say that's the when same it was thing. Great. That's when it was great. That's when it was great again. Yeah. So what would happen if the, if the Democrats decided to pull what's called the nuclear option, which is to make the cloture vote? 50 or maybe even 40 they could just say 41 senators want to move forward with the vote that's the cloture mm -hmm. threshold and we vote so what would happen the senate would get more work done senators would no, actually no. have to be on record for an up or down vote republicans and democrats would actually have to vote and mm -hmm. that's what that's what the result would be because it's not like you need 60 senators to pass a bill yeah Techni technically you only need 60 senators to bring it to a vote so if you remove the 60 threshold, you still only need 51 senators to pass a bill. So if you remove the 60 threshold, the result is more shit gets done. But bad to, about to, use, to use Mitch McConnell's own fucking words in that quote, elections have consequences. And the consequences should be that the winners get to enact their policy. That That's yeah. the consequence. Yes. But... We don't have that because we have this little stupid, archaic bullshit called a filibuster that stands in the way of things getting done. Yes. So the nuclear option, the, the nuclear option is to just do away with it altogether. Because, mm -hmm. and you know what the funny part is? So I wish I, maybe I'll post it on, on, on the YouTube version of this. But every time you get into these debates with people, you always have that one fucking jackass that's like, well, the filibuster's in the Constitution, and so we can't get do away with it. I got news for you, dummy. The filibuster is not in the Constitution. You can't find that word anywhere in any fucking document remotely close to the Constitution. You can't find it in the Constitution. You can't find it in the amendments. You can't find it in the Bill of Rights. You can't find it anywhere because it's not a thing. It's not even real. Like they, We can just get up tomorrow and just be like, it's done. The yep. reason, The reason why the Democrats... The do-nothing goddamn Democrats won't end the filibuster is because they are afraid. Yeah. They are scared fucking shitless. It's like you've won the Senate. You've won the House. You've won the White House. You have the majority. Do what you want. Yes. They won't. You know why? Because they're scared that, let's say, for example... Maybe they lose the House next election and they lose the Senate or lose the White House next election. Now the Republicans are going to get to do what they want. But that's they already the fear. have been. That's Bro, a, but they that's already my, have been. That's the, that's the crazy fucking part that drives me goddamn crazy. It's like yeah. when, when, when Mitch McConnell had the minority as he does now, 
they threaten to use the filibuster. When they have the majority, they ram through whatever the fuck they want. And they yes. water down the fil- the filibuster. They remove the speaking portion of it. Now it's just, I can just say, I'm filibustering. And then I'll go back yes. to Texas to hang out. Or I'll make a yes. clerk read some shit or whatever. Like, it's, so I, I don't understand what the fear is. You're scared of people doing what they want who've already been doing whatever the fuck they want. Yes. Like if they if they remove the filibuster today, we could get student loan debt relief. We could get the infrastructure bill passed. Mm-hmm. We could get what else? Medicare for all. We could just be like passing progressive shit. We could be like matter of fact, we could pass the whole Green New Deal. Now I know that scares the shit out of half of America. I get it. Like, okay, maybe you mm-hmm. don't want that. But I'm saying, if we go with elections have consequences, like he said, then. You, the winners should be able to enact whatever the fuck they want, and yeah. like I, I don't understand how it's so hard to see when he loses, he uses the filibuster. Mm-hmm. When they win, they ram through whatever the fuck they want. When right. the Democrats win, they don't want to change the filibuster. They can't get anything passed, and then they tweet all day. Like the most annoying, and I'm gonna say this on record: the most annoying person to follow on fucking Twitter is Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> why <laughs> all day all day like every every hour every two hours it's just we need to do this in the senate we need the president to do this and this is like hey dumb bitch remove the filibuster and you can do whatever you want you don't yes. need me to tell you that you're a senator how about y'all just do it just fucking do it and you know what the funny thing is to remove this filibuster it doesn't require any republican votes it doesn't so just fucking do it I know that's I, I again any oh, argument that people have is it's usually because well that historically we've done it this way yeah well historically the purpose of the filibuster was to force debate but mm. as we already talked about they're using the silent filibuster which means there is no debate going on they're so getting time. rid of the filibuster just means that we skip the part where everybody sits on their ass and does nothing and we get to the part about voting. So the benefits of getting rid of it is we get more legislation passed. And also we get these people on record for how they actually feel about shit. Because, because I'm so tired of these politicians like Elizabeth Warren, Ted Cruz, Mitch McConnell, Chuck Schumer, standing in front of television cameras, talking all day long at each other through television, yep. instead of going to the office down the hall and talking directly to each other. They should actually be talking to one another face to face rather yeah. than through a television camera. They're wasting time. And all they're doing is just grandstanding in front of their constituents, getting yeah. nothing done. Meanwhile, the rest of us are sitting driving cars over broken bridges every day, praying to God that it's not going to collapse when we go through and it. You, and when it fucking does collapse, you know what's going to happen? Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and pairs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tots and prayers. Tots and prayers. That's all that's These people happen. are elected to do a job that they are not doing. So yeah. if they were, in fact, going to do a real filibuster and debate this stuff, I could understand mm-hmm. keeping the filibuster. It serves no purpose right now. So I know people are nervous saying, okay, so if we get rid of the filibuster now, then as soon as Republicans get in office, they're going to start passing mm. all the shit. So A, as we've already covered, they're they're going to do it anyway. The filibuster or no filibuster, they already were ramming through stuff that you didn't want. But then secondly, this would actually put them on record. This would, yeah. this would force them to put through 
a, a, a yay or nay vote on gun control, a yay or nay vote on infrastructure. Right now they're hiding behind the filibuster so that you don't know how they really feel about this stuff. And so that they can mm -hmm. run their next campaign about how we need to get stuff done in Washington. Well, we could have done it three years ago, but you failed to actually take a vote on it because you were too chicken shit to go on record for it. So yeah. this is a win-win situation getting rid of the filibuster. I don't see any purpose for it anymore. We have a patron that um, gave us some feedback regarding this episode. And oh. I know this, yeah, I know this is a surprise to you. It's also a surprise to me. Um, it's, uh, we shouted him out, not the last um, podcast, but the one before uh -huh. Rayon. He yes. is a is a lawyer and he gave like a solution to fixing the filibuster without removing it. Now, I haven't read it at all. It's just sitting here on my phone. So oh. I'm going to read. Yeah. So I have no idea what Let's it says. It. There's, there's a whole three paragraphs of it. So I'm just going to read it straight as he said it. And if, if, if there's a problem with it or you don't like it, or whatever, it is not my words. But I believe as a person who is supporting this podcast, and supporting us and what we're doing here, we should give him a voice. Yes, Though he I agree. Be here as like a third panel or whatever. Let's go. So All right. he said, he said, um, the way they let the filibuster run is insane. But there are two easy ways to fix that. That doesn't involve ditching it. And my response was like, and he said, shift burden. Right now, the majority must gather 60 votes to break the filibuster. Why not shift it to the minority that they must have 40 votes to sustain? That way, if shit is important and existential to them, then they can stay around and do it. But if at any point 10 of them fuck off to go on Fox or fundraise or what have you, then majority can close the debate with 51 votes. Okay. Part of the, part of the reason that doesn't happen is because there's no actual debate. To me, the point of the filibuster is to prevent a narrow majority from doing something cat catastrophic. So you better get up there and talk and all Senate business better halt like it used to be. Or I guess this would be the second option. You could just create more exceptions. The budget resolution is deemed important enough to not stop. Why isn't anything else? Like Manchin mm -hmm. and Simea could keep their beloved filibuster and create an exception for voting-related legislation, or literally anything. The GOP are cartoon villains, but make no mistake, the holdup right now is entirely Manchin and Cinema. The end. Yes, yes, I agree with everything that Rayon said. Good job, man. Yeah. I agree. I agree. <laughs> All right. <laughs> This is why we should have regular folks like us running the country because oh. we, we feel the impact of what these people he, are doing. You know what though? Yeah, I, like regular folks like us. Yeah. Me and you are regular. He's a big shot fucking lawyer in, in California. People I know, are not going to see him as regular. Like he ain't regular. I still see him as regular because he's, <laughs> he's not, a, he's not a politician. He's not paid to just go sit in uh, Washington and, and write bills all day long. Yeah. He's the kind of person who has the, the knowledge necessary to write mm -hmm. the bills. And yeah. he, so he he's, he, but he's still regular because he's working every day, just like us. Mm -hmm. The I think last week there was an interview or maybe earlier this week, there was an interview with Biden. Um, and he said he doesn't want 
to end the filibuster. Now, I'm going to go on record as saying that I've always believed that Biden is a Demo- is a is a Republican mm-hmm. because he is like first of all, the whole United States has been pushed so far right, there yeah. is no left. And I could do a whole podcast on that. There is no left. That's my stance. You know who's you know who's left? Huey Long. Go look at that guy. He was left. He was really? left of left. Yes. Really? He was like borderline communist. <laughs> he was actually planning on running for president against FDR at one point. Mm. So, uh, but well, then, that, then that, he got shot. He got shot and killed. So, yeah. Well, we just go. We oh. just go speed past that. Like, <laughs> oh, there's a, that's okay. So there's a whole thing. Let me try to summarize it real, real quick. So hmm. Huey Long it was kind of he he was on the outskirts, like just on the margin of doing legal shit like mm. kind of like donald trump you know he's always on the, uh, right on the margin probably illegal but still technically legal type of stuff yeah, so he yeah, had yeah. he had bodyguards that were all armed and this doctor came to visit him to ask him a question about something and there are conflicting reports about whether this doctor was the one who shot huey long and killed him or whether this doctor pulled a, a gun or punched him in the face punched huey long in the face and then the bodyguards actually shot Huey Long on accident while trying to shoot trying the doctor. Trying to shoot the doctor. Oh. Yeah. And so actually one of the bodyguards' guns was traced. It, it, it matched the bullet that killed Huey Long, but nobody really wanted that to be the story. So wow. they claimed that this doctor killed Huey Long. But it was just kind of this whole thing where they were, the bodyguards were probably not the be- the, the most up and up people, Dude. you know. So, that, but yeah, he got shot and killed. American politics is better than fucking reality TV. You just got to get involved. Like people all the time, they're just like, I don't get involved in politics. It's so boring. It's so whatever. I'm just like, hey, yo, I just just recently somebody got shot at a baseball game for being a politician. Like if you follow mm-hmm. the shit, it's funny. It's hilarious. It's upsetting. It's angering. It's terrifying. It's, it's, it's insightful. You learn stuff like follow the politics man it's not that it's not that hard you just read read an article a day get up in the morning yeah. read wall street journal or whatever but so sorry biden, i interrupted your story but yes biden is definitely yeah. not left so biden in his interview said that he doesn't want to do away with the filibuster he wants to bring the speaking filibuster back so he wants to change the rules to to back in like strom thurman and huey long days where if you're gonna have to command the floor you're gonna have to stand there speak about whatever i would push it further if if we want if we can't get rid of it at all which would be my option my option is to get rid of it fuck it elections have consequences Mm -hmm. mitch you said it i agree with it and we should enact the policies of the winning people but if we can't get rid of it because democrats are too chicken shit to get rid of anything or or the strong arm or to be strong about something then he wants to go to a speaking filibuster my thing is there i'm cool with that but it has to be relevant to the bill. We are not going to go back to fucking 1935 with Hugh Long talking about salad dressing and oysters. And we're not going to talk. <laughs> we're not going to go back to Strom Thurmond in 1957 where he's reading out of the phone book. Like once you've gone off topic for 30 seconds, then yeah. it's over. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That, and I agree with that 100%. My, yeah. it, I have to say that I felt differently about this two weeks ago about the filibuster. I was in the camp of people who were nervous about getting rid of it because of the fact that mm-hmm. it just, the Senate is supposed to be different from the House. But yeah. the more I read about this and the more I saw it in the perspective of 
the intent of the filibuster is to debate and nobody's debating anymore. Mm. I came to the conclusion just researching for this podcast. I have no reason to think that the filibuster should stay. It serves no purpose. No but purpose. if somebody's going to make the case that is necessary, then I agree 100%. You have to bring back actual debate, whether it's structured that everybody gets a certain amount of time and we go round robin, or if it's just one person standing up there and as soon as they're done speaking for 30 seconds, they mm -hmm. the, the whole debate is closed and they go to a vote. And now we That's go to a vote. That's the only way I'd support it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because right now what what's happening is it's being used to block this infrastructure bill, and like the the coming from coming from being born outside of this country, it's really easy to look at the situation and be like, all right, so American politics and like legislation rests upon two things: we have this bill and it's going to be passed or not be passed, whatever. But this bill. The first, per, the first thing to, to, to address is, who is this bill fucking over? Mm -hmm. every, single bill, every single bill that I've ever come across fucks over somebody. Mm -hmm. And I don't, under, I don't understand why. I guess maybe except maybe the stimulus bill. That didn't really fuck over anybody. Like, person, individual. I can't really think of I can't really think of a part. So, but majority of the bills is like, okay, well, we're fucking over these people or this age group, or this sex, mm -hmm. or this gender, or this military status, or whatever. Somebody's getting fucked over. Yeah. And it's like, if we could get rid of the the lumping in of everything of the bills, and if we could get rid of the filibuster, we would have so much fucking progress. You never know. We could be warp speed. We could have colonies on the moon. We could have manned missions to Mars already. Who fucking knows? You know, yeah. like, it's so funny. When you look at shit from back in, like, the 90s or whatnot, and you have like back to the future and stuff. And they're just like, oh, in 2021, we're going to have hovercraft. And it's like, how can we how can we have hovercrafts and hover skateboards if the fucking oil companies are lobbying Congress? Right. And that's part of why the filibuster is so dangerous right now. Yeah. The way that it's commonly used, it is not used to even block legislation from having yep. a vote. I mean, it, it technically is. That's the end result. But what it is, more importantly, is a, a blanket of protection for senators to never go on record on how go they on actually record. feel about something. So when they run their campaigns, they say, mm -hmm. we're going to have to get infrastructure. We're going to have to build new roads and bridges. We're going to put the American people back to work. Well, when it comes to this infrastructure bill, what's going to happen is Mitch McConnell, I guarantee you, is going to vote no. And that's what he doesn't want to do. He doesn't want to be on record voting no. But if he votes yeah. yes, then he's joining the liberals and that looks bad for him. If he votes no, then it's actually something that could be used against him in his next campaign. So it's a blanket of protection for these politicians. This infrastructure bill specifically benefits Kentucky more than anything Mitch McConnell has ever done. And, the and that scares the is shit used, out of him. Is being used to stop this. To stop it. Yes. Yes. And so that scares the shit out of him, which is why he's grandstanding right now, going out mm -hmm. there and using threatening language of the Democrats. Like, don't you dare break what we have here. This is a sacred bond. This is a sacred bond that we have with the American people. That's is why that, he's saying it, because okay, it's his is, only that's his only thing he has left is pretending like he gives a shit. Is that your Mitch McConnell fucking impression? Yes. <laughs> I could probably do better. Do it but... again.
Do it again. Do it again. Oh, oh this is a sacred bond we have with American people. <laughs> I love when he reads. It's so awesome. Like I watch him on C-SPAN. He fucking turns the page and, he's, and he, he, you know, he fucking does his thing and he's just like, the American people, we do not support by the polls. I'm saying that we should pass this kind of legislation. Like he really thinks this is like in his head. He thinks this is still the antebellum South. Oh yes. yes, like he's absolutely. still up there with the fucking stupid shit, looking like fucking Colonel Sanders. Like you know, American people, I do, I do declare. <laughs> <laughs> We've been drinking too much. <laughs> I do. You know declare. what? You know, you know what, Beth? Please tell, please tell these people how they can reach us before we get fucking slashed. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so if you are on YouTube, you already know that you can find us through Mixed Politics. But mm-hmm. if you're not watching us on YouTube, there is actually visuals for us. So go to YouTube, search Mixed Politics, two words. Facebook and Instagram is mixed.politics. Twitter is mixedpolitics1. Or you can send us an email with your thoughts or your questions at mixedpoliticspod at gmail.com. Now, be sure to go subscribe to our audio podcast. So wherever you listen to podcasts, if it's on Apple or wherever, go subscribe there and give us a rating because we'd really love to have some five-star ratings from you guys. And or also four. your I'll comments. T- I'll we take love four. to hear it. I'll take four. She'll or take if you want to do I'll four stars, four. I'll do five I'll... stars. <laughs> now... We did cover Patreon a little bit earlier, but Sadie, why don't you take that one? Tell everybody how they can find us on right. Patreon. I'm not going to spend a long time on Patreon this week, but patreon.com slash mixpolitics. That's where you can go. You can get merch like this hoodie. It's up there. It's a thing. Um, you could also come on the show with us. You can also get bonus extended and different footage that we usually tape either before or after this podcast. We do a take two mm-hmm. sometimes. And it's all there unedited. You can see the bloopers. You can see the bullshit. You can see us drinking. You can see us. You can see us going ham. Um, and it's all <laughs> it's all there. There's a lot of other stuff that you can get back to. There's besides behind the scenes access. There's access to our Discord where you can see how we plan the episode, and or you can be a part of the show physically or by remote. Um, so once again, Patreon.com/slash MixPolitics. And just like we read Rayon's um, feedback to us regarding this episode we would reach out to you and say hey we got an episode on this you know i'm feeling this way or i'm thinking this thing or i'm confused about this or whatever what is your opinion because that's exactly what i did i messaged him today as a as a patron and i said yo what's this filibuster thing man like i'm kind of confused about what's going on or what can be done or whatever and he's like yo i got an idea i got two options and then you just heard it on the podcast so that could be you make it happen make it be a thing uh the the lowest tier is ten dollars ten dollars that's doable that's two drinks i had three since i've been sitting here (laughs) right Mm -hmm. i had to put a little bit more vodka in my glass so we could do our cheers but we wanted to say to our i have enough for cheers i have enough for cheers okay to our analysts pundits and experts we have Mm -hmm. to say cheers cheers. Ooh, got it Thanks for being here. Thanks for staying with us. Have a good time. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, that's straight vodka. Is it? Oh. <laughs>